Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of Fish for People. This is it. This is our podcast with Olivet Lutheran Church. I'm Eric. That's Pastor Chris. And uh, this is our our fern. I wish it was a really fern, but it's still kind of a fern. I yeah. like it. We need a name fern, for the fern. A fern between two guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's pretty good. Right. A fake fern. Fake fern. <laughs> yeah. Between two that's guys. Excellent. Good. Fake fern. Uh, Pentecost is coming. Yes. It's exciting because I think my dad drove one when he was in high school. A Ford yeah, Pentecost? For, for, yep. Is that, that I don't know. What, something like that. What exactly? <laughs> what is Pentecost? It's, you know, here's, here's the significance. We, we often just blow through it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it is the birthday of the church. What do you mean by that? This is when we remember, I mean, Pentecost goes back to Jewish tradition, okay. right? And so it was that time after the Passover, um, uh, and it was a um, it, it was an agricultural celebration. Right? Okay, and and so all this this thanks for the bounty and prayers for new crops and and, and so fifty days penta right okay. after the resurrection, Peter and the other disciples are are at the temple courtyard, and and they're sharing things and. Peter is preaching, right? And, and actually, before he's preaching, um, the the spirit comes among the people in in uh, uh, the wind, and it says tongues of fire, which I don't know exactly what that is, <laughs> but it sounds cool, you know. Um, it's tongues of fire, and the wind is blowing, and it's like the gift of the spirit is here. And then Peter, in his sermon explains here's what it means about this Jesus and and so it it's this the birthday of the church this is the where the, the place from which they're all sent forth and it reminds us and celebrates this gift of the spirit for us now and always and and we do kind of blow past it because we're getting to um we call it the season of Pentecost and in other traditions, they'll simply call it ordinary time. You know, we, ordinary time. Ordinary. It's just ordinary <laughs> compared <laughs> you know, to like special time, Christmas yeah. and, and Advent and, and it, things like that. Is exactly. That, okay. Exactly. Okay. So you know, in 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 the church, there's a rhythm to it, and it makes sense to us because Advent. <clears throat> excuse me. Advent. We're we're preparing. We're waiting. In, in in we're waiting for Christ to come again to celebrate uh, that first coming uh, and mm-hmm. his birth, and then Epiphany, this re- how how Jesus is revealed in our in our midst and what it means to follow, and then Lent that time again it's still preparation and it's um, um, a penitent time and a, a reflective time right to bring us to Holy Week and Easter. Easter's this great celebration. We get to the birthday of the church, and then we've got six months of. Hmm. Ordinary. It's just <laughs> ordinary, you know. And, and and that I think, in my experience, and I as I, as I look at um, others too, it's the ordinary times where it's most difficult to follow Jesus. Hmm. The most most um, maybe uh, trying to maintain some kind of discipline in our connection with God. Okay. Yeah. And and that I I I believe as well makes the day of Pentecost all the more significant for us. Because this is the spirit 
right? That's no different. It's the spirit of Christ, which is the same spirit where Jesus, the spirit, God, this the, the one being, right. right, was at creation and always has been. So it's not a different. This is the spirit that moved over the waters of creation, that breathed mm. into uh, that first human being. And this is that spirit of the risen Christ now to be with us. And I think it's that's it because ordinary time is the most difficult to remember and live out that God is still with us and active. Right. A, a lot of times um, when we're experiencing something maybe yeah. in our lives yeah. that that is trying, yeah. um, difficult, that's, that's when we go back to focus. Right. On yeah. God and yeah. and focus on prayer and yeah. focus on our need, uh, but what you're saying is that yeah. it's always here, always, and and we do need to keep that focus. Yep. So here's here's the first example. If we look at the four gospels that we have in in the New Testament, um, we as far as we can tell, we believe this that Mark was written down first. Okay, maybe forty years or so after the resurrection. Okay. Right. And then Matthew within the next decade or so. And then Luke around the same time or maybe a little after Matthew. And then uh, somewhere between probably 90 and 100 AD is when the Gospel of John was written down. Now, if you take them in that chronological order, the importance and the role of the Spirit increases in each one of those Gospels. Oh, it does. Okay. So... We 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 know the spirit is there as Mark tells the story. A little bit more when Matthew gives us the account. A little bit more when Luke does, and and a lot in John's gospel. And it's because those very earliest Christians really thought that Jesus saying "I will return." They thought it was like imminent, like was right. going to happen in their lifetime. Mm-hmm. And you can read that throughout the writings of Saint Paul too. He early on he really expected that, and then when he realized eh, it might not happen while I'm still here. Mm-hmm. Um, but the further you get away from the resurrection and realizing that this might not happen in my lifetime, the importance and the role of the Spirit um, increases because it is the presence of the risen Christ, mm-hmm. the presence of God from creation all the way through with us now. So Jesus wasn't physically with them anymore in that bodily sense, right? but in this new way. And that's where we are. So um, I, I, was, I was thinking of it like this. Um, why, you know, first, why is this important? What, what difference does it make? Why does it matter? And, and I think it's that because most of the time, since we can't physically touch God, physically touch Jesus, the spirit is spirit, that gives, I mean, this is faith, right? Wow, yes. And, and, and these are things that maybe are not seen nor touched, but faith is trusting that this one is here. So um, we're parents, right? Yep. I've got two kids, they're grown. Um, um, I, uh, you've got four kids. Mm-hmm. They're kind of grown. Some are. Some, <laughs> some are grown some more are, than me. Grown. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, so as a parent, right, we always, we always feel when our kids are grow- going through something. 
Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, whatever it is, they could be rejoicing. They yep. could be in a celebration. They might be hurt or sad or they're suffering. Mm-hmm. They, they get a struggle. And we feel with them and for them. Um, what do we do? And I find this now when my kids are not right here. What do we do when we are not physically there with them? Mm. Right? But we're still feeling. We still feel it. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, the, the, that, that parental thing never stops. Right. I didn't understand that when my parents told me. <laughs> I didn't understand it. Now I do. Right? right. Yeah. Um, well, today's world, we might shoot them an email, send them a message, mm-hmm. give them a text, give them a call. You know, um, and we hope and pray that there are people around them, whether it is to celebrate or in a struggle, that there are people around them who love them and will be with them. And, and, and that's what we do. Yeah. Um, I wonder with God as parent, you know, God feels with us and for us, right? Um, and we don't have that physical presence right now, like when Jesus walked the earth. Right. It's different, but God still feels that. God is still um, um, wanting us to know that God is here with us to go through, to experience, to carry, to heal, to love, to weep, to rejoice in whatever is happening in our lives. Just like a parent, when we want to reach out, and 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 you know, be with and and be a be a mom or a dad to our kids, and I believe God is the same way. Um, and right then, what else does God do? God does this in this really powerful and and we'll call it supernatural way, right? Mm-hmm. This is the realm of the spirit, but also through the gift of the church, each other. Oh yes, you know. Um, if 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 I can't be there with or for my kids physically when they've got a great thing or a difficult thing, I love that they have um, um, a spouse and a significant other and really good friends to be there with them to celebrate, to weep, to all of those things. It's, it's their village. It's that's it, and and that's what the congregation is. That's it's exactly our village. It. Exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah. That you know we can we can experience all those things together. Right. And, and, and that is how that spirit is working too. And that's why Pentecost is this, this gift of the spirit and the birth of the church, because it's, it's God in spirit working in and through and among us. And I find that pretty cool. Yeah. And, you know, I think, well, here, um, this last Sunday, right? We had a baptism. Oh, and yep. One, it was pretty cool. Right. It was, um, and I always love when they're my kids, right? If I have a, if I've had kids in confirmation, they're my kids yep. forever. And now they bring their kids and, and are a light, a part of the life of the church. And it, I can't describe that blessing. It's, mm-hmm. it's the best thing, but here's little Harper. She's a little over a year old, 16 months, something like that. And, and it comes time for the actual baptism with the water. Right. Dad was holding her. Yep. And and when they leaned back, that wonderful little girl, she 
clung to dad's neck, had her hand around his neck tight. Yes, yes. And and as they went back over and we baptized her and she was hanging on to dad. And I couldn't help but think right in that moment, that is one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. We trust in, in baptism and all other things that God is with us. The spirit is here working in us, through us, for us, among us, in spite of us, all of those things. Yep. And God gives us each other to hang on to in this gift of the church. And so as we, you know, we're moving into summer, we're moving into all these other kinds of things into what much of our, our world calls ordinary time. And it's just ordinary, Mm -hmm. but God is still working and active. And I really hope and pray that somehow we can make that connection that no matter where we are, no matter what we're going through, um, the spirit is there with us and for us. And I, I find that really encouraging as we look at this celebration. Yeah, because a lot of times when yeah. we're going through those difficult things, it's it's the question of where are you, God? What <laughs> what 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 yeah. is going on here? Right. But but the oh, reminder yeah. that the Holy Spirit is here yeah. on behalf, taking care of us, rejoicing with us, and that um, just like with Harper, yeah. we can just cling to that or or cling to God. Absolutely. You know, I mean, who hasn't, who, no matter what is going on, I think probably everybody, I, when stuff's going on, you go, God even real? Mm -hmm. Where are you? You didn't care? And I find it very honest to ask that question. Hmm. You know, you get that feeling, God's big enough to take it. If you're angry, let God know. I believe God's big enough to take it. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure God's heard it before, you know, yep. from a lot of other people. Yep. Um, but then keep your eyes open, keep your heart open and listen and look and love those who are around you. And you will see the work of the Holy Spirit in our midst. And then somehow, I wish I could explain it. I can't. That spirit just tugs our hearts right back to God's. And that's what I'm, I'm hanging on to that. Right. You know, every single day. And um, yeah, we're going to have those times where, what are you doing, Lord? What's going on? Still, God doesn't give up and keeps coming. Wonderful. That's Pentecost. Pentecost. Celebrate this church and celebrate this gift of, of God's spirit with us always. Thank you. It's a good day. Thank you. I'm, very I'm much. looking forward to Sunday and uh Oh, wear uh, red oh, too. Yes, yes. Wear red. Red for Pentecost. Red. I was trying to get an actual red clergy shirt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can find them. Oh, you can? Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't even know they exist. But I could not find the I couldn't find the one I needed in a short sleeve. And the only ones were apparently um, I am way, my arms are way too short for my neck and shoulders, apparently, <laughs> because the sleeves would have come down to here and I would have been happy of Pentecost, everybody. Uh, yeah, so I didn't get one. So I'll wear a red rose. I don't I have no idea. I have no something idea. Something red. 
All right. We'll find well, something. Uh, come on, come to church on Sunday and, and find out. We'll find out. <laughs> what's, what's Pastor Chris wearing on Sunday? <gasps> bandana. Yes, I'm going to wear a bandana on Sunday. <laughs> on the, on the Willie, top? Willie, it's in honor of Willie Nelson. I'll there be wearing is. a red bandana. All right. Maybe not for worship. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for uh, checking out this podcast. Um, if you like it, please uh, let other people know about it and, and share it. Share it with the congregation. And uh, wherever you want to find a podcast, you can find us and on YouTube. Yep. And actually, I did post the podcast on our website, too. Oh, good. Oh, so wonderful. If, good. if you go to the... It's it's not for more information, but it's a resources. Resources. Go to the resources page, scroll down, and you'll find it there. Excellent. Thank you very much. God bless you all.